and we talk about it with Bro Brosdahl next. If I had a bar for every time my line got stuck, well then I'd probably have enough for a brand new pickup truck. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Well, we are headed into September. In fact, uh, by the time this airs, it will be September. We're talking with Brian Brode-Rosedahl of Bro's Guide Service. As always, Bro, thanks for spending some time with us today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. So, Bro, uh, we are getting into uh, fall. Let's uh, Before we uh, dive into what, what's going to be happening in the next few weeks, let's take a look back in the last month or so. How's fishing been in Paul Bunyan Country? You know, you know it wasn't real real good it was uh, slow um and i, I maintained uh, catching fish in, in some limits too plenty of limits of walleyes for people but it was, it's a lot of work in the summertime when the water temperatures get really warm um you know it, it gets outside of the walleye's comfort zone uh which is 55 to 65 degrees and we had temperatures on some lakes i heard a report over and round which is a little bit out east uh, they had temps that were 85, wow. and uh, that's in the morning. Uh, and a lot of lakes hit the low 80s. Well, this this gets in. You know, walleyes don't like that. You know, they they don't like anything over 79 really. And that's um, so the, the fish kind of become more dormant. But as summer progresses, you know, we see a lot of smaller fish, and they kind of keep you amused while you're fishing for the the bigger ones. But uh, it wasn't hot. But now it's turning that corner. The water temperatures uh, in the past few days went from 73 to today. I just got off the water. It's uh, 69 degrees, and in some spots, 68. And uh, this, the big fall uh, bites about to happen. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this, as everybody else. And it doesn't just send walleyes into a, a frenzy. It, Everything's going to bite. You're going to you're going to catch jumble perch. You're going to catch crappies. Crappies uh, tend to uh, dump down into the basins, and uh, bluegills will be on the weed edge. Where have you been finding fish in the last few weeks? Uh, they've been real tight to the weeds. Uh, they're holding to the weeds, and um, I would say for pretty much the last two months, they've been in the weeds and on some rocks here and there. Uh, a lot of your rock spots, whether it's leech, gas, winnie, bemidji, got sour with uh, algae on them and kind of hard to fish in some spots. But uh, in, in some lakes like uh, Bemidji uh, and uh, Leech Lake, some of the fish have dumped out of those weed areas and are starting to go a little deeper. Um, and you'll 
you'll you'll find them in in the 20s you know 22 and sometimes even a little bit deeper than that uh, but they're real fussy they're real particular with what they're eating but there's so much forage in the water this year you i don't remember seeing uh bemidji or any of the, the area lakes so full of perch they're just loaded with uh uh micro perch and you know the last couple of years there's been huge uh perch hatches so from a couple inches uh, to this year's, there's just clouds of perch in in Leech Lake. You talk to any of the anglers down there, and, and even last year's big tournament that was out there um, with the um, uh, MWC, the the perch schools were were you know a quarter mile long. So the the fish are super well fed, and and we're going to see some heavier fish for their size than we've seen in many years. And that is a challenge when you're trying to catch fish when they're surrounded with so much food of their own. I mean, you know, you you surround me with about ten ribeyes. I'm not going to notice the burger that's going by. Uh, no, no, exactly. That's just it. So, you know, the <laughs> red. Not everybody could you get red tails. I mean, they're they're not everywhere. But if you could find red tails, you know, your local bait shops. I I'm, I'm sure somewhere between. Um, you know, MD, Northwoods, and uh, Timberline, or or if I missed any of you, don't get mad, but I'm just <laughs> saying real quick, the bait shops out there, they've had red tails, and if you can get bigger red tails, nothing passes those up. They just crush them. So red tail on a rotor rig dragged uh, in the deeper water is going to get you nicer fish. But that being said, uh, red tails weren't always available. Uh, they, they, were, they were a little scarce there for a while this summer. And sucker minnows work really well, and they're natural to our body's water. I mean, if 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 you've been pulled into a harbor or dock, or been near the shoreline of Bemidji or or Cass or Leech Lake, you'll notice little sucker minnows in the harbors all over the place. And now that I say that, everybody would be looking, but you know, when you least expect it, you look down, and they're all over the place. So there's they're natural to the lake. Um, and they work really well. They just don't move around a lot like the the stream minnows, like um, a red tail or a creek chub. And most of your tournament anglers are dragging creek chubs or league anglers. Uh, they'll be using a creek chub, and, a, and one guy will be using a puppet minnow. So you're looking for a reaction bite, and uh, the puppet minnows dart around. And then, you you know, now they got rattling puppets coming up, but you're, you're ripping it and getting the fish interested they'll come over but sometimes they don't hit it and then they'll swim by the creek chub and um it's it's a good one-two punch but um in the past weeks uh speed corking with a slip bobber and a leech worked really well or a minnow on a jig but now uh primarily it's it's making a loop back around to jigging and um it's uh jigging's really coming on and you don't need really big minnows to jig, but if you can get a good size uh, fathead river mix or um, bigger, you know, any kind of thicker minnow, small pike sucker works really well. Uh, double hook it with a long shank fireball, and uh, you'll be doing good. But uh, pitching or or uh, long line in it has been working good. And lakes like Lake Winnebagosh, there is so many walleyes coming up in that lake a lot of small ones lots of uh uh seven to 
12 inchers, uh, we're going to see a lot of fish on our area lakes. And kind of every lake I've been on this year and guiding on is full of small walleyes. So we've got a great future coming up. And, uh, you know, so another couple of years, we're going to see a lot more 15, 16 inchers, which is going to be a welcome thing, especially on lakes with slots where you catch big fish. It's nice to have some some fish you could take home to eat. Absolutely. You know, I, I, speaking of Lake Winnie, that has been a frustration the last few years, just not being able to get those fish you can keep. Lots of action, but nothing you can keep. And I've heard from so many guys this year that predicting the next three, four years on Winnie is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it, it will, and it all depends on what happens on the ice. The fish are still kind of small, and if a fish else parks on them, and uh, depending on how they get treated and handled, you know, you can't have them out of the water that long, but if there's a neighborhood parked above them and they keep pulling them out, that's the big wild card is uh, what will ice fishing do to our small walleyes because, you know, if people are fishing perch, they're going to catch walleyes by accident. So I know last year a lot of the rental outfits on Winnie left areas that they were catching little walleyes. They didn't want to hurt them because a lot of ice fishing lures have treble hooks and spoons and uh, puppet minnows. And so if, the, if, it's, if it's a little one, a little one, a little one, time to go look at, to another spot. You know, I mean – if you're catching those, maybe you're not going to catch that many big ones. So um, if you're catching a lot of little ones on the steep edges or on the humps, go to a shoreline break off a weed bed, you might see the bigger walleyes. Because the spear fishermen last year seen big walleyes, and the people fishing on the humps seen the little tiny ones. And uh, so every year the lakes, the fish in the lakes pick a new area to kind of school up, and I see that all the time. But, for instance, right now Winnie, most of your big fish are being caught on the shoreline vegetation. So anywhere uh, where there's uh, vegetation that rims the entire lake, uh, going in there and uh, dragging butterfly blades and bullet sinkers or bottom bouncing the deeper edge uh, with a two-ounce bottom bouncer or one-and-a-half you can get by um, on, the, on the deeper edge. Anywhere deeper edge could be anywhere from uh, 10 to 20 feet. There's a good way to cover water and catch them. But uh, all the lakes have them. All the lakes uh, have uh, great hatches that are going on, which is good to hear. There wasn't much for stocking this year. Um, what have been the, you mentioned a few lakes already, but what have been the real great lakes as far as walleye angling the last uh, month or so? Well, Bemidji's been slow. Mm. Granted, you know, leagues and tournament anglers are going to go grind them out. But it's been really slow, but the fish are nice. And um, I would say Leech, has been, Leech was super slow uh, for a while there. Um, I'd say Winnie was the most consistent. Uh, getting outside the area bolstering was really good. I think got a little bit of pressure because it was just easy to catch walleyes. And then, um, uh, you know, Black duck has been slow. Island's been slow. Um, you know, for big fish south of Bemidji, I can't say the names of those lakes. They'll kill me. But uh, <laughs> there's some good deep lakes down south that had big fish going on. But, um, you know, Park Rapids area uh, has been good. I've, I've got friends and, and family over that way, and they're, they've been doing really good all summer, and, and they're catching walleyes on you know, big lakes in that area are a thousand acres or less. You know, so the, the smaller big lakes 
are doing good over that way in Park Rapids. And then in Bemidji itself, all the smaller lakes around Bemidji have walleyes, uh, you know, everything you could you could see on a map. But some of them are more prolific than others, and the lakes that are 1,000 to 3,000 acres around around Bemidji or, um, or east of Winnie or north of Winnie are all good. And they're all going to turn on right now. Um, thing is with Leech Lake, that's going to turn on, but that takes a little bit longer to cool down. Typically, what happens is Walker Bay usually goes the next couple of weeks. That's going to be a good bite. And then the uh, main lake rocks will turn on. It'll be big fish catching stuff, lots of big fish. So get to know your bait shops and be nice to them. Maybe they'll get 13 <laughs> creek chubs for a dozen and uh, go out there and have fun catching those fish. Brian Rosedahl is his name. Catching fish is his game. Wow, that was really lame. Rosedahl is not lame, though. We will talk more with him next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tech. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson, checking in with Brian Brobrosdahl, and we are talking baits. Leeches are about impossible to find, so if you got some, please call me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they still work, but you can't get them. And, yeah. uh, but uh, right now, it's getting into that time. The jig and minnow is just a great way to go with my clients. They love feeling the bite, setting the hook. It's, it's a... It's a you know, just simple way to go. A lead head, it, the hook and sinker in one sitting right in front of the fish so you can get right down to the level. But, uh, you know, jig, a decent-sized minnow, doesn't have to be big. And, uh, you know, probably the target depths right now would be on the big windswept lakes um, right around 14. And then the, the, the deeper lakes, even Bemidji and all that stuff, look to the 18 to the, the 20s the middle 20s and um they're going to start schooling up more and more instead of having two or three fish which is what it's been on a lot of your structures you're going to start seeing schools of a dozen two dozen and in upwards of maybe some schools of a hundred in some spots though they don't always bite not all of them but you get a few out of each one how's red been red you know red was phenomenal this year uh but when I've had a chance to go there, uh, it was mostly a small fish bite. A lot of your, just a little bit too small to keep under mm-hmm. 14 stuff. And I, and uh, it goes through its things. You know, as soon as it slows down, it seems like they come back. They do a big circle around that lake. But there's some nice nice walleyes in there. And, you know, the fall bite in red is something you never hear about, but it's really, really good. And the people are out there, catch fish really fast, and they, they usually don't say anything. Um, but last fall was phenomenal up there. When it, it usually a lot of lakes will go dead this time of year as the fish are moving, so they're not really going dead. We're just fishing areas where they were, and so as we get progress into fall, it might be good to check on that lake because there's more fish in that lake than anywhere because it's just bigger, you know. And it's uh, if you get on them, it's going to be a lot of fun. Great place to take family, kids. On a nice day, right? And watch the wind. If it's windy, don't go there unless it's offshore, and stay close to the the river mouths. But uh, crankbaits are a good way to go up there right now. Uh, 
get some Bagley balsa uh, minnows and uh, put them down and let them bounce the bottom. Uh, they've got some great crayfish baits. Um, and uh, my favorite is the uh, the rumblebee um, for cranking because it it really shakes. It violently shakes. So uh, when you're when you're if you're hitting the basin too much and you're getting debris, you'll know because it stops shaking. So it's a great crankbait if you just want to pitch it out on any old rod in your boat. Not just have trolling rods, but pitch it out on a spinning reel or whatever. You can really feel it, and when a fish hits it, it's going to be a really good attack. And if you look at Bagley online, uh, they have a zillion colors, but check them out. And they got the great metallic colors in multiple colors for uh, trolling in the evenings or after dark. And then they got the the brighter colors uh, in super, uh, you might say, Great Lakes type of colors uh, for trolling. In, in situations where you're not getting bit, wash some different colors. Pick up a few different colors. The Bagley crankbaits and the Rumblebee has been really good. Okay. Um, yeah, the Bagley baits, uh, just, you know, it's been around. They've been around a long time. Really haven't heard a lot about them. But now that they're uh, part of the Northland family and they're getting wider distribution up here, I'm hearing more and more people using them and more and more people getting lots of success with them. Yeah, it's actually really impressive. The first time I, I seen what their their offering was, uh, I was impressed with the color schemes. They have some great color schemes, and Northland is second to none when it comes to big spinner blades on the Great Lakes. Uh, you look in a tournament angler's boat; they will have a Northland spinner blade on one of their tied up rigs, and they're just great colors, and it's just some genius colors, and it goes into the the Bagley line and the Rumblebees, you look at some of these colors, the purples, the green, and, you know, look like, you know, something you'd, you'd never see in any other brand. Custom paint jobs that are really expensive that you find where they they take the old Rappalas and they'd custom paint job them and then slap on 28 bucks or something when you're out in Bait and Ock or Lake Erie. They put these crazy prices on them. But people get something on a color called Barbie doll. Well, you look in the Bagley selection, they have those colors, all those really cool colors. And, uh, and that stuff does work around here. We just haven't had the offering. And now, if you want to try some colors that, that's never been in this area, you got to check out the Bagley's because, uh, there's got to, there's got to be something for the lake that you want to fish that's going to kill them. Well, Roy, I know when you're not uh, fishing walleyes, you, you like to go after a few other species. Uh, have you had the opportunity to do some fun fishing, uh, non-work-related? Oh, yeah. I, I've actually I've, I've gone for big bluegills, and uh, and I've done really well. Um, it's it's one of those years where, they, where they're feeding more. Because of the small perch in all the lakes, the bluegills have been on fire, and I'm catching really big ones. Um, the area still has them, and uh, every single one of them's in the water. I never, I just like to catch them and look at them. Maybe I'll bite them a little bit before I throw them back. I just love them and uh, take a picture with them. And some of them have been really big, over 11, 11 and a half. Wow. Uh, just enjoy catching them. And you hook into a fish that's a pound and a half, and it's spinning in a circle. It's so much fun. It's, uh, Everybody has has a thing for bluegills, it seems. And um, you know, when I go for bluegills, I take a different boat. <laughs> I have 
I have a, a stealth boat that I have, and <laughs> not a big boat. And uh, it's a, it's an older boat, but it's in, when I'm in stealth mode, you might see a beater behind my truck, and uh, I do really well. And then probably chasing bluegills or crappies, and uh, or something different. You know, uh, I do like catching walleyes even on my days off. But my favorite fish to catch are big bluegills they're just a real good time uh, and they fight well now if you go fishing for bluegills and you got heavy line and a heavy rod you've just defeated the whole all of the fun they have an ultralight give them a chance go there with three pound test and uh, i got a synchroy legend elite panfish rod or you could just have the regular panfish rod and they they just they go they they go to town they just rip it and uh it's real fun. In our area, we still have big bluegills and big big sunfish, and they're super fragile, and we always, every time I talk about them, I talk about it, but I've traveled to a lot of different areas from here to New York, and there's a lot of states and, and places that have fished out all their big bluegills. They're mm-hmm. gone, and I've been to these places 15 years ago. They still don't have any. They're gone, and when they're gone, they're gone forever, but we still have them. We can enjoy them, you know, and most of the people in uh, Paul Bunyan country here are releasing them and taking smaller ones. But if you see someone, you know, visitor that's from somewhere else and they don't understand and they just whack the whole live well or bucket full, just tell them. You educate them a little bit, and I'm sure they don't mean to destroy a lake. They uh, just don't know. Right. Well, I know we've got uh, the uh, task force working on it, and I think there's going to be a number of uh, key lakes that they're going to drop that uh, that uh, limit down to five. And uh, obviously, um, I think that's a great first step into rebuilding to some degree, but maintaining and growing. Because uh, as you noted, we we still have some big bluegill here, and this is only going to make it better five five years down the road or so. Absolutely, and. And, you know, when we when we say we want to have these lakes, you know, we're just picking select lakes, or they're picking select lakes, and, you know, not taking away the big fish fry from people. Hey, if you want to eat bluegills till you, your gills turn blue, do it. But <laughs> there are lakes that have more of the, the fryer sized and smaller ones, and then there's the lakes that have the trophy almost non-existent on the planet ones. Well, mm-hmm. you don't want to kill, you know, you don't want to kill a whole bunch of uh, albino deer and eat them. You know, uh, big bluegills, giant bluegills are super rare, and uh, we just got the lion's share of what's left in the Midwest. And there are farm ponds in Iowa that have them. There's, you know, these type of areas, you know, big uh, in Wisconsin, you know, the river bottoms. But they're fishing them hard every single day down there. So this is like the last throng of big gills, and got to treat it extra special. But uh, I'm glad they're doing that. And hey, if you're if you're someone that likes to fry a whole bunch of bluegills, go to a lake that doesn't have the giants. In, or if you're on a lake with giants, keep the small ones. Okay. Well, again, as we get ready for fall, um, we're we're closing in on that really big bite where you're not only going to see lots of action, but this is your chance to maybe get that big walleye you've always dreamed of getting but never been able to. Fall is the time where you're going to have that best opportunity to make that happen. Absolutely. And, you know, we're we're lucky in our area to be so close to Lake of the Woods. And there's there's been a big fish bite there all summer. 
I've been working every day, but uh, just about. And but the but being able to go up there once in a while and troll, you know, a rumblebee through there and catch a thirty incher, it's unbelievable. There's more over thirties caught there this year than I've ever remembered. Every time I talk to my buddies, somebody caught caught one like that. Hmm. But you know, we got lakes right here that have real giant walleyes, and I'm not going to mention the little gems. <laughs> But Leech Lake is one of those lakes that if I have to say, you know, fish over 28 or in that 28 and up class, I've caught more on Leech Lake than anywhere else. And I've caught a pile on, on Winnie. But once they started getting over 26, they get a little bit scarcer. But last year we had them up to 32 on um, Winnie, but they're not common. You know, you might get, you know, more... T- 26, 27s when you are into the big ones. And, uh, but Leech Lake is, is unbelievable for big fish. And it's one of those uh, places if you want a trophy fish, well, that's where you need to go. Getting ready for fall fishing and a long holiday weekend. Brian Bro Brosdahl's got the details. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. That's that's our goal this fall. We want to catch that big fish. What are we going to throw in front of them? What is the magic water temp we're looking for? Where are we going to find them? Well, uh, when that water temperature gets uh, below 65, they're going to start getting active. But it really goes absolutely nuts from 55 to 60. Um, it's just it's ballistic. And then throw in some wind. You get a, a southwest or a west wind, or it could be east. Either way, and you find a, a windswept shoreline with rocks and weeds or a mix, uh, some point, you know, that faces out into the main lake, some, a, a long sprawling point that divides the bays. Uh, you get in these areas, and you go through there with a, a jig and a minnow, a long shank fireball and a rainbow, if we can get some big rainbows or a small pike sucker, or drag a big creek chub because leech lake's not a snob like bemidji bemidji loves red tails that lake that's the only thing is uh you'll catch them on creek chubs but i don't want to be the guy in the boat of two people who's dragging a creek chub (laughs) (laughs) i want to be the guy with the red tail on my hook on bemidji but leech lake you just drag a big anything out there and they eat it and uh it's a lot of fun when it's going but even in the fall there's a lot of days it's not going you get really low pressure, well, go fish for pike somewhere. Um, if you get really uh, fluctuating pressure, not good, but stable, three days of good weather, and you get some wind, water temperature's there, and you got some big minnows, well, go there and wear your shoulders out. Okay. I tell you, um, yeah, if you can, uh, if you got a few layers, Fall is the time to fish. If you had to pick one time of year where you really wanted the action and the big fish, that's the time you're going to find both. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've in the fall, I've, I've had all different scenarios. I've had it where, I'm, where we're fishing in. Uh, last year we had over 30 days of rain and wind. Uh, I was out in every one of those, but I've seen it where it's been 80. But in the fall, you can get snow. <laughs> I've had to shovel snow out of my boat uh uh, not last October, but the one before that. So, you know, you're on the way to the spot, and your boat fills with snow. 
and it's coming down, and then it, when it stops, you go out and just shoveling snow out of your boat. People are watching, wondering what's going on. Well, and when you live up here, not very many people have put tarps on their boat because we're fishing all the time. We're dropping it in and going. You'll know someone's from outside of the area because they got a tarp on their boat. So maybe if we tarped our boats, it would help us. <laughs> I've had a lot of snow on my boat some years, some falls, but uh, most of the time everybody's sitting down anyway. You know, and um, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's it's a good time. And if you see a fish on the screen and you go past them, a lot of times they just bite on the hook, and it's that simple. Um, and good bait is is vitally important. Um, that's that's the whole thing is is getting to know your your local bait shop and buying stuff from them because then they'll be glad to. Uh, maybe pick out some doozies for you, some real winners. And, you know, the uh, creek chubs and red tails are a little bit more expensive, but it's worth the price. You know, going and get, when you're going to Leech Lake and on a fall bite in 55 to 60 degree water, you, you don't want to go there with just a dozen. You want to go, you want to go out there with three dozen. And, uh, but it's worth it. What have you, um, found uh as far as the, the number of boats on the water we heard a lot about big uh, license sales increases this year i've heard a lot of reports about more people than ever fishing uh have you seen that and has it uh, affected your business this summer well yeah it was uh it was looking pretty meek i i was trying to figure out the best way to hand in my keys to everything i own when covid <laughs> first came out if I should throw them at my banker or just set them down and say, thank good knowing you. But then all of a sudden they close Canada and it's like, wow, that can, you can't predict that kind of stuff. And, and that sent a lot of business to us local guides. And, um, and, uh, and then now, uh, you take lakes that are semi busy and make them super busy and then teach us all about wake boats, but live, you know, that, Having four wake boats in an area that's a quarter mile wide can really uh, be hard to stand up in or even sit in. Um, and speed boats and pontoons and and where was everybody going? I don't know, but there's people flying every direction and the fish are biting uh, in between taking weeds off your line from all the machines that have ripped through the bottom because a lot of the people are from outside the area or not familiar with the area, have their motors down low, started out their jet ski in two feet of water on a car flat, but there's a lot of vegetation ripped up this year, and um, there's there's days where it's just everywhere, it's hard to even fish, but uh, all, all that aside, I'm just glad everybody's getting out. It, you know, it's not one sport more important than the other. I'm glad that we all got out, and... Um, I hope uh, maybe some of my minnows ended up on their jet ski or, or some of my crawler pieces as we'll pay back. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, um, it, it is good to see people out there, and I think obviously uh, it is good to see a lot more people fishing. I'm hearing a lot of uh, you know youth licenses up as well. So this, I think, maybe will be a precursor to the future that, people were introduced this year and, and and experienced it and i think you know i think we all know once you try fishing uh you kind of fall in love with it and i hope that just means um, we got a, a stronger class of anglers in the future 
Well, and and you know the the real one of the reasons I went fishing as a kid is is uh, back when uh, kids were just hanging. You know, back then, yes, we had TVs and stuff. And it was a long time ago, but the kids were hanging out at pool halls and arcades, and I was hanging out in the boat. It was really cool, and uh, and I always you know people ask why you fish, and I said it was an excuse to be in extraordinary places and. Whether you're fishing in an urban setting, but you're on the water, like Detroit River, or you're fishing on Lake of the Woods up in the angle next to a solid chunk of granite, um, or on Lake Bemidji uh, in front of uh, the park, uh, there's always loons, there's always waves, um, the sounds that you hear in the water, the air is great, um, it's yeah, it truly is an excuse to be in extraordinary places. And then that's something I said when I was a kid. So before anybody else could grab it, I, I made it into a Facebook site to, to post pictures of, I know it's not all fishing. It's about the ba- the sunsets, the sunrises, uh, just the, the colors of the trees and the skies and that kind of stuff. And that's why I fish. The fishing is just the icing on top of the cake. The cake is everything around you. Oh, man, that is... That is so, so true. Absolutely 100% nailed it. Um, yeah, and even at Detroit River, you think, okay, the air is not real clean. <laughs> I might cough more when I'm, when I'm fishing over there, but the water is turquoise and clear, and uh, it looks like you're in the Caribbean. It's really a different color. It reminds me of, like, uh, Deer Lake and Deer River. Huh. If you look at uh, Google Earth from the sky, there's some lakes in Park Rapids, and in Deer River, that have that unbelievable turquoise look to them, and the the rocks and the sand there, you know, they got really bright white sand, and uh, just truly amazing lakes. They don't even look normal; they look strange. And we're seeing it now on some of the zebra mussel lakes, like um, in the Cast Chain. Uh, Pike Bay looks really white and, and has that kind of green tint to it now. But Deer Lake does it without zebra mussels. It looks like that, and that's pretty cool. And some of the trout lakes in our area look like that. So um, there's lakes over by, you know, I say Park Rapids again. They got they they were handed some super deep lakes over there, you know, for walleyes, and and uh, they really have cool cool water there. And I hopefully they can keep them from getting infested with anything. Well, if we uh, want to do a fall fishing trip, are you booked, or do you have any spots left? I still have some stuff in October. If anybody wants to come out and try out my Ranger boat, it's uh, it has a spot waiting for you. <laughs> okay. How do we get How do we get lined up there, bro? Uh, go to brosguideservice.com and check out my website and uh, just shoot me a message on that, and I'd be glad to take you out, and we'll go hammer some walleyes, or I'll tell you some stories if, it, if they're not biting. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like both would be quite entertaining. Yes, yeah, I've learned to talk fast because <laughs> fishing is not always not always on fire, and it's one thing to go do a tournament or a league. All, the only person mad at you is your partner. <laughs> but if you got a boat full of people, I've had people from as far away as Maryland. I want to do good for them. I have sure. some people that just got back from the Mayo Clinic, and that's not a good visit all the right. time. Right. And they wanted to go fishing with me from Maryland. That's pressure. And I did really well for him. But 
I definitely would love to take you fishing if you want to go. October is a great time. All right, Brian, bro, bro's doll, always fun to talk to him. Thank you for taking the time today, bro, and we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Everybody be safe and have fun this fall. country. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 328 23.